Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 15 of He Book, She Book. This is the go-home shows for How Wanna Sell, Raw and SmackDown. We've got How Wanna Sell coming up as we're recording this tonight. We will have a bonus episode later in the week to discuss the events of How Wanna Sell, but today we're going to talk about the shows that happened right before How Wanna Sell. So we're going to start off with Raw. My name is Mike. And I'm Becca. And like you said, we have our bonus episode for Hell in a Cell this week, and these are the go-home shows. And we had some weird things happen. We had some exciting things happen. The return of Eva Marie, which yeah, we will get to. We'll get to it. Uh, and then, you know, the, the family problems with the Usos and Roman Reigns and SmackDown. We'll get to that, too. So to kick off the show, we had, to kick off Raw, we had Alexa Bliss open the show and she's saying she only had good intentions when she was inviting Shane into the playground and you know she put Lily in a timeout good Lily's bad so we're not seeing Lily for a little bit and I like that yeah I think that works I expect to see Lily at Hell in a Cell yeah probably in some form or fashion Mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah we didn't need more supernatural stuff I like that we just did a we had Alexa wrestle on Raw yeah, so Naya comes up and says, cut the crap, you have a match with Shayna at Hell in a Cell, and starts kind of like going at her, like, what happened to you? We were friends. And Alexa just gets this, like, cold, sto- like stone-cold face saying, like, what vicious allegations? We were never friends. Yeah. And that was so great. And they end up having a match later in the night, and... I was so excited to see Alexa wrestle. And I know I said it when it was happening. Like I was excited to see Alexa wrestle Naya. And I think it's just because like I know off script they're best friends. So it must have just been fun to wrestle your best friend as your first match back in the ring. Yeah. And I, don't, I mean, I don't really care about Naya wrestling. So like that was the, the only thing I had going for that match. It was just not very good. Yeah. Uh, it was super boring to me. And, like, I like Alexa. It's because it was Naya, fun. though. But, like, that's the thing. Is it's such a difference in, like, size. Yeah. That there's not a lot that Alexa can realistically do to mm-hmm. Naya where it's going to look like, you know, not completely bullshit. Yeah. You know? And Naya just kept running over Alexa. Well, yeah. It was just a that's very, what Naya does. That's the thing. It's just, like, a very slow-paced match. And, like, mm-hmm. Alexa does get the win. She does pull well, out the Twisted Bliss. She, she pulls doesn't out the win. DDT. She doesn't win. No. No, she... Uh, that's right. She was about to win. She was about to win. Reggie comes in and picks Alexa mm-hmm. up off of Naya. Yeah. For whatever reason. Because Alexa was about to win. Yeah, but, like, why wouldn't you interfere before Alexa hits all her moves first? I, because he's Reginald. <laughs> like, it's so stupid. It's like, oh, you can stupid. beat my girl, but you're not going to pin her. It's like, yeah. It was very stupid. And then we get some Alexa hypnotism. Yeah, because he pulls her off of off of Naya, and it, it seemed like Alexa just, like... Her whole body just, like, shut down, and I was like, oh my gosh, she's gonna beat the shit out of Reginald, and then she doesn't. She just stands there and stares into his soul, and then, like, I guess hypnotizes him, and then takes his soul? She does some weird thing with her hand, and then, like, walks away. That was all kind of strange. Um, I am intrigued to see if, like, this is to turn Reginald to, like, Alexa's side, but I don't care about Reginald, so, like, that was dumb. I don't know what the obsession is with Reginald Me and neither. why he's on TV every single week. Um, but I I hated this whole segment because yeah. I like Alexa Bliss. I like that she's trying something new, but it's just not working for me because of it's so much 
Like, having Nia be her first match back, I think, was weird just because, of, again, the, the, the size, size difference. It looked bizarre. Uh, and it doesn't do Nia any favors to lose or at least come close to losing like that. Yeah. And we don't see Shayna at all. No, and she's Nia, not on the show. Not Nia. Uh, Alexa and Shayna have a match on at Hell in a Cell. Yeah. So why didn't we see Shayna? We didn't see Shayna at all. We just instead see Shayna's former partner, but like they're kind of partners, but they're not. Yeah, they're anymore like frenemies partners. again. And we see Reginald, of course, because he has to be involved. Of course. In I don't know. I'm just I'm I'm down to just scrap this whole thing, to just be done with the Alexa being crazy, unless they've got something up their sleeve. That's going to pull me back into this. It's They could do so much with it. It could work. It could work. But they're yeah, but just it, It's flopping. gotten to the point that at this point, yes. they have shit the bed so much. Yeah. Well, they did the same exact thing with Bray Wyatt yeah. as The Fiend. They don't Could've know how to such do this cool shit with thing. that. So I know. at this point, we have live shows coming starting Ju- July, uh, July 16th. Mm-hmm. That's SmackDown. It's the SmackDown right before Money in the Bank. Scrap this shit by then. Because yeah. the live crowd's not going to be into this. No, they're not. It's going to be a shame. Um, I mean, the other thing that they're kind of like floundering with right now is Nikki Cross. And I'm annoyed by that because I love Nikki Cross. I want her to like win and not be just the beat the clock matches. Yeah. And, you know, Charlotte Flair's still going around saying that she wants that taken off of her record. Hilarious. And Rhea comes up and Nikki and Charlotte end up having a match. Yes. And then Rhea comes up and distracts Charlotte for just a minute, but the match keeps going. And I, I think it was Corey was like, Charlotte doesn't even look like she's distracted by Rhea. She's motivated by Rhea. And she ends up getting distracted again and being counted out. So Nikki wins again. So now she's been winning from beat the clocks and count outs. And that's, she deserves better than that. Here's my thing. How many times can we do the same exact thing? Oh, do you want to count? Because after that, we had Rhea versus Asuka. So we're just doing the same thing over and over again. And we're introducing Nikki to this feud, and then we're not even going to acknowledge her at Hell in a Cell because Hell in a Cell is Rhea versus Charlotte. Yeah. And you said it best last week. Like, we are coasting until we get to the audience, and that sucks because right now we're, like... We're barely even coasting. We're parked and we're just, we have a cigarette out the window. Yeah. We have no gas. We are just idle. We're just waiting for the fans to come push the car mm-hmm. to something better because this is just, it's so, like, I like Nikki Cross. I like Charlotte. I like Rhea. I like Asuka. And they've somehow made me not care about any of them. I know. Because even during Rhea and Asuka's match, like, I did not care. And Charlotte comes out and, like, Rhea wins. Charlotte comes out and starts attacking Rhea. Great. Yeah. All right. We've seen it before. Mm -hmm. Great. It takes, for some reason, every man backstage that's, like, not a wrestler to pull them off of each other, and Charlotte still breaks free and keeps attacking Rhea. And this is all because Rhea and Charlotte have the Hell in a Cell match, like you said. But... No, it's not a Hell in a Cell match. Or a match at Hell in a Cell. Yes. But, like... uh, Cool. 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 Like, I can't wait... I I need Becky Lynch to come back, man. Well, and I don't lucky. know. We're going to talk about it later. The women's division's being saved, but we're going to get to that in mm-hmm. a minute. We have to talk about Riddle and Jeff Hardy have a strange interaction. Jeff's got his eyes closed, but he's got the face paint, so it looks I like his eyes Jeff are open. I love Jeff Hardy so much. I am Listen, so here for Jeff Hardy. I always Jeff have Hardy. been. Always have. Like always will be. Love Jeff Hardy as much as much as the next guy. He is like the reason I love ladder matches so much. Well, yeah. And we're just. 
he's just kind of hanging out. Was it out. last week? It was him and Cedric, I think, because that... No, it was this week. That was the same show, because he faces John Morrison. I think they had a right? match last week, too. And then Cedric comes out and says, I'm going to retire you. Yeah. And then Jeff accepts a retirement match yeah, on a after random he, Raw. After he beat John... or Yeah, after he beat John Morrison. Yeah, Cedric's like, I want to challenge you to a match where if you lose, you retire. This is a random Raw in June. Yeah. With no build-up. No. no announcement or nothing. Jeff Hardy's career is on the line against Cedric Alexander. Yep. And Jeff wins. Jeff wins. He's Jeff uh, fucking Hardy. Because of course he wins. Mm-hmm. Because there's no possible way that Jeff Hardy's going to lose his career. To Cedric. One, to Cedric. Two, it's one thing to lose it to Cedric. If you build up a feud enough, you can reasonably have that happen. Yeah. A random Raw? No. No way. But honestly, we have to touch a little bit more on Jeff and Matt Riddle talking because that was hilarious to me. Because these are two of my favorite wrestlers. And they're talking about Randy, who is my one of my favorites as well. And, you know, Riddle's like, I feel like I let Randy down. Do you have any advice? And Jeff's like, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but you need to listen to Randy. Yeah. Like, you need to listen to him. And Matt Riddle just starts rambling on about Rick Boogs. Mm-hmm. About how he wants, as we all do, how he wants him on the guitar. Jeff Hardy eventually like walks away while Matt Riddle's like just rambling on about shit, and he says like, "Don't try to be Rand." Or I think um, when Randy walks up, he says like, "Don't try to yeah. be me, just be Riddle." Whatever like that whatever is. that means. Yeah. And then you know later we have RK Bro versus the New Day, and the New Day and Riddle are both of them while randy's music is going at the entrance yeah. like not both of them the three of them because it was both of the new day and matt riddle are all singing and dancing yeah that's my favorite thing in the wrestling world the i think new day loves themselves some good theme music yeah we know xavier woods is big on the theme music loves xavier woods we we talked about this we're gonna have a quick little segment on xavier yeah woods. we need an aside on xavier woods because so the man this is guy a, does so electric. much with up, Up, Down, Down YouTube channel has mm-hmm. like millions of subscribers at this point. He's now a host for G4 TV. He's been begging for a King of the Ring tournament return. He deserves that King of the Ring. looks like we're actually going to be doing. Yes, give it to Xavier. Okay. And he's thrown his name out on Twitter. I don't know if it's how it works, but... He he's... said he doesn't know if that's how it works. This yeah. is how the Rumble people do it, so he's going to do exactly. it Exactly, so he has put himself in this fantasy king of the ring tournament so here for it xavier woods has every single tool it takes to be a world champion in any wrestling promotion yeah okay i don't know why i don't know if it maybe he's just okay with like i know he loves kofi and he he wanted his career goal was to make kofi the world Mm -hmm. champion which he accomplished oh yeah so like at this point biggie's on smackdown Kinda not doing what we thought he would be Still doing. Still so sad about that, but... MVP is trying to get in Kofi's like head backstage, Kofi. trying to yeah. coach Kofi, saying that Xavier Woods is the reason why Kofi doesn't get these title matches. Yeah, because I think last week he was saying that, like, Kofi was the reason Kofi wasn't winning, and then he came out this week and was like, well, like, maybe it's Xavier's the reason you're not winning. Woods is so good at everything they make that they even let him touch. Yeah. I don't, I mean, it would be a huge mistake to separate Woods and Kofi, and, and the fact that they took E away from them already was a mistake. I agree with that. Hopefully, at some point, they get these guys back together. But Xavier Woods, every single week, is one of the most entertaining parts of Raw. Yeah. 
and get him in the King of the Ring tournament. I don't even care if he wins. Here's the thing. like, But he, he deserves to at least be in there and make a deep run no, to he, whatever. He should win, though. He should win. He should win. He should get that. It would be he so has much G4 fun to have a belt. face king. Like, I, don't, yes. I hate the king gimmick. Whenever somebody wins King of the Ring, they're automatically like, it's... We're royalty. We're a king now, for real. Yeah, but maybe he'll be able to become the legend of the Hidden Temple host if he has a crown on and he's maybe, like a king and that's special. Thing. If he, we, I don't remember the last time we had a face King of the Ring winner, but like he would be so entertaining mm-hmm. with that gimmick. Just put it on. Yes, I Let's agree with it. that. We need to do that. Meanwhile, he did lose to Randy Orton. That's fine. So who doesn't lose to Randy Orton? Yeah, but there is no tag team match at Hell in a Cell. No, of course not. So, and MVP kind of took that shot at yes. Kofi, saying, like, good luck with your match. Oh, wait. Yep. You don't have one. Yeah. No, not a single tag team match on this show from Raw or SmackDown. Yeah. It's crazy. Ridiculous. We'll go over exactly what matches are going to be on Hell in a Cell, but there's only six. And I am happy about that because that means it's not going to be a super, super long night. Yeah. But who knows because it's WWE. But speaking of Bobby Lashley, uh, or MVP, he is with Bobby Lashley again and the girls in the backstage promo. Drew ends up having a backstage promo as well. For some reason on this Raw, though, we have Drew versus AJ Styles, Mm -hmm. who is supposedly in a tag team. So they don't have their paperwork together. But (laughs) AJ and Omos Omos are the tag team champions. Mm -hmm. And it looks like eventually they're going to face the Viking Raiders. Yeah, like because the, won a number they one won that. Spot. We mm-hmm. figured this would be at Hell in a Cell. And it's not. Hasn't been announced. Could just be a random unannounced yeah, match. Yeah, like maybe it'll they be pre-show. Maybe it's pre-show. It's pretty shit to put AJ Styles on a pre-show match, yeah. but whatever. They do sometimes throw random matches in that they haven't announced, so like... But as soon maybe... as I saw that this was Drew McIntyre and AJ, one-on-one on Raw, my immediate thought was, we're going to pull some six-man tag bullshit. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah. Because we... We start with Drew versus AJ, and then there's, like, Omos interference, and there's Bobby Lashley interference, trying to, like, distract Yeah, because, Drew. of course, Omos is in AJ's corner, and Bobby Lashley is behind red ropes in, like, a VIP section at the beginning of the entrance yeah. with his girls and MVP. And Omos was being nice to the nice girls, so that was I, fun. I thought Omos was going to just sit down and Omos? be like, oh, I'm not going to go to the ringside, I'll just sit on this couch. Omos might be something. I think yeah. he might be something, because he's actually, like, funny. Yeah. I think he might be, like, genuinely entertaining. So the fact that he's already, like, eight feet tall yeah, and he's funny, gonna, he's that gonna might be... He's something. We're predicting that now. But you start with AJ and Drew McIntyre. Bobby and Omos are going to try to get involved. Viking Raiders come out to try to mm-hmm. make the save. Eventually, like, three segments into this, we make this a six-man tag match of Drew McIntyre and the Viking Raiders versus AJ, Omos, and Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley leaves... To, get to go changed. get changed because <laughs> he was chilling with the nice that. ladies. Yeah, he was in a suit. He was in a suit. Looking and then like, he left you know, and we were like, is this a three on two? Yeah. And then all of a sudden he comes back and, and we're like, oh. And all of a sudden like, he's oh, just sprinting down. He needed to get For some up. reason already wet. Because <laughs> they all, they're always already they all wet. They always are. Whatever that is. It's a conditioner, remember? Is it? I don't know. It's not, no, it's Seth, not on Bobby. Didn't Seth say it was Bobby has no hair. It can't be conditioner. <laughs> he's just wet. Yeah, it's oil, it wet. I don't know. They're yeah. all wet. That's so, so weird. the end of this match takes place when AJ is crawling towards the his corner, the mm-hmm. tag, what looks like to be Omos. Yeah, because Omos has his hand out. Like, exactly. he's reaching for the tag. Instead, AJ tags Bobby. Yeah, because he, like, falls, rolls, and then tags Bobby. And, like, they're both looking at each other like, what are you doing? Bobby gets into the ring. Drew McIntyre is the claim out of nowhere. Drew McIntyre pins 
Bobby Lashley, mm-hmm. stands tall, and that's where we're going to leave this feud going into Hell in a Cell. And they have the an actual... Just pinned Bobby Lashley. They have a Hell in... Like, they're in a cell, aren't they? I believe so. I wrote that down. I feel like I should find that. Because they're definitely... You know what? All I wrote down was that it's his last chance for the Universal Championship, because no. apparently that's all I care about. So that yeah. has to be a Hell in a Cell. It's going to be a Hell in a Cell, and it's going to be the main event. Because of what happened on SmackDown, which I guess we can start to get into. Raw's over, right? Oh, I'm sorry. You forgot. I'm sorry. (laughs) You forgot the best thing, according to you, that happened on Raw. I forgot that we saved this to the end. (laughs) So, the savior of the Raw women's division is here. Eva Marie is going to face Naomi. Guys, okay? I'm gonna I'm gonna put it out right now. This is definitely gonna be a split household. I am already back on the hating Eva Marie train, and this. And I am driving this train. You don't even drive trains. You just kind of. You're on the other track because you want Eva Marie. You love her. You want her to be successful and to save the division. And yeah. I hate her. I don't care about it anymore. I'll drive two Eva Marie, Eva Marie trains. <laughs> I don't as many as it takes. Eva Marie returns, and we announce that she's gonna face Naomi. Whatever. Which I was annoyed about that they announced that before Raw even started. Like, they announced that on social media, and I get mad about that. Like, let them return and let it be special. But I guess because there's no audience, they didn't really care. Well, yeah, that. And I'm pretty sure last week we thought Naomi was on SmackDown. Yeah, you did. So, mistake on my part. Yeah. Uh, Eva Marie is coming down to the ring in interesting attire. Oh my god, it was beautiful. She looked gorgeous. Well, of course. She looked go- like, This woman is beautiful. Yeah. Like, and her outfit was, it complimented her so well. She's in extremely, extremely good condition. She's in better shape than I think 90% of that roster. Yeah. But she's she's been working on herself for the last X amount of years, you know? Absolutely. And here she comes, Eve Marie, to save the women's division, but she's got a friend. And this friend, we don't get a name for. Yeah, okay. but we know I'm, her. I'm gonna yeah, we're gonna get that to that in a second. This friend who we do not have a name, the announcers have no idea who this woman Which is. Which is so confusing because she's in the WWE, just in the UK. So we come down, and this woman, who we don't know who it is, mm-hmm. but we do know who we it is. We know who it is. Gets into the ring, and the referee rings the bell. That was so weird. <laughs> but here's the thing, because I literally just rewatched this, just to make sure I saw this right. The referee rings the bell and then says, Who are you? What are you doing? Yeah. Why did you ring the bell, Why right? did you ring the bell? This is an Eva Marie versus Naomi mm-hmm. match. The referee rings the bell and then asks who this woman is. Yeah. The most bizarre thing. Listen, wrestling is wrestling. We know this. Yeah. But this was just weird. Uh, and this woman beats the shit out of Naomi for about two minutes. Mm-hmm. Gets the win. Eva Marie gets on the mic and announces herself Snatches as the winner of Snatches that mic before anybody else can talk. Yes. So, Eva Marie wins. Yeah, she said the winner is Eva Marie because apparently that's how Here's the this thing. works. We know this woman is Piper Niven. Mm-hmm. She's been in NXT UK for the last two or three years. Yeah, a while. She was in the Mae Young Classic in 2017. Yeah. Got to the third round yeah. of the Mae Young Classic. Beat Santana Garrett, who just got released. Beat Serena Deeb, who's been the NWA Women's Champion for a year now. Yeah. And... Like, she was in feuds with Rhea Ripley mm-hmm. in NXT UK, and we're, for some reason, we have Acting no like idea That's who this thing. woman is. If she was just, like, in the Performance Center or in a different company, like, 
whatever. But she's been with WWE. So yeah. that doesn't make sense that they're acting like they don't know who she is. And it I just get seems, it because it it's all for stupid, show and yes. blah, blah, blah. But it's stupid. We know who she is. People she's, that are watching the product like us, we know yeah. who this woman is. And, and you're going to act. You guys work for this company. And you don't know. And you don't know who this woman is. And here's the thing. like It's anybody, not like she's shit. No. It's not like she doesn't do that's, shit. That's exactly the thing. She's anybody a very unique character. women's wrestling knows who she is yeah because they they loved her in the may young classic they follow uk like I, it didn't make any yeah. sense and that was annoying like she's like a generic looking whatever no no she she's got everything's great about her and I, unfortunately twitter had some things to say because well, twitter's twitter. annoying yeah um but piper niven looked awesome yeah. like her moveset a ton she, she beat gets naomi and naomi i think is the most athletic female on that roster and even marie does tweet Piper Niven. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we don't have a name for her. The rumor is that WWE's been filing trademarks for Dewdrop mm. to be her name. I don't like that. It sounds so stupid. But Just I was also Piper on her. Niven. I was also on her Instagram. They gave her that name. Yeah, but she refers to herself as Viper Piper Niven, because and I on, wonder yeah. if they can't have Viper. Well, on on Independence, she's Viper. Yeah. That's why they gave her the name Piper Piper Niven for. Yeah, but we can't have a Viper. Classic. We already have a Viper. But we don't need to have. Her name can just be Piper, Piper Niven. Niven. <laughs> <I know. laughs> Moving I, to SmackDown. Yeah, that's all weird. Oh my god, I just saw that you, there's a note in here from what you said during that match. And you. this is verbatim. I wrote it down Which as match? you were saying, not on SmackDown, on Raw. During the Eva Marie match, okay. you said, I need Eva Marie and Eva Marie's friend to win the tag team championship so they're on both shows. Eva Marie saves the entire women's division. Guys, what are we doing here? <laughs> Easy. Eva Marie and guest, Eva Marie plus one, as your women's tag team champion. Do you think it's going to be a different girl every week? That would be interesting. Because I do. That'd be fun. I do think it's going to be a different girl every week. randomly yes. bringing out different NXT UK people that we don't know who just they are, apparently. any NXT people. UK or just regular NXT. Like, they have to be kind of obscure, where like the mainstream audience hasn't seen them, like Piper Niven. Yeah. But... I think it's funny. I think she should just go by Eve Marie. I think they should just give her that name so that way Eve Marie still wins. And like you put the title on oh, Piper Niven, yeah. but in the record books it says Eve Marie. That's funny. I but do it, think that it's she's going to just start like that's how we're going to bring new talent. I think is giving Eva them Marie the tag titles would be smart because Eve Marie doesn't even have to get in the ring to wrestle. Yeah. You could just have Piper Niven do it all and then they're on both shows mm-hmm. saving the whole women's division. Yeah. Other than Smackdown. Yeah, I would say, because other than that, it was only, like, some weird shit that happened with some of the other women, and oh, then yeah, Elias and, and Dana Brooke had a thing. Yeah, with Elias Tamina. Elias and Jackson Riker had a thing. Yeah. We don't care. We don't care about those things. Yeah. Um. So, on to Smackdown. We have Rey Mysterio coming out all angry about what Roman did to Dominic. Remember when Roman just completely yeeted Dominic out of the ring? Yep. Killed him. Um, yep. Killed him saying how he wants a Hell in a Cell match, and he's not waiting until Sunday. He wants it tonight on Smackdown. Which, what the hell? So a little bit of... They announced that again, like, Thursday night or Friday morning. Yeah. Um, The rumor is that USA is pissed that Fox Fox got a Hell in a Cell match. This is the first Hell in a Cell match on, like, TV in a long time. USA is pissed. I'd be pissed, too. Fox got a Hell in a Cell match. Well, WWE has been on USA for years. Mm -hmm. And they've been on Fox for less than a year. Yeah, but I mean, Fox is... And yeah, I Fox get it. Fox, I get it, you know? but I don't get why it was on there. But 
the more I think about it, it's because Drew and Bobby are going to have the main event. Yeah, that's what I figured. But it's still... The thing is, the Roman and Wright feud has had such little build-up, so it really didn't need yeah. a Hell in a Cell payoff at a pay-per-view. It also didn't it really need did, it, to be in the cell. It didn't need to be in, in the cell at all, period. Yeah. But it looked great because we'll get to the... Are we talking about this match yeah. now? Okay. So it was one of the shorter Hell in a Cell matches I've mm-hmm. ever seen. Uh, with especially with the commercials happening, there were so many commercials on that match. Wright puts up a hell of a fight. They make him look very good. Roman throws Ray at the cage a couple of times, mm-hmm. and Roman's going to get this win by submission. Which okay, we knew he was going to win regardless. Fine, Hell in a Cell match. It served its purpose, and then you get Jim Uso. Well, that's because there was some there was some build up to that. So. Before the match, when Ray was out there saying, like, I want you tonight, whatever, and Roman comes out, and he's all like, I don't want to hurt you, which is hilarious. Yeah. He, you know, I don't want to hurt you. You're not ready for this, which then we find out this is Ray Mysterio's first ever Hell in a Cell match, and for some reason, that blew my mind, and I guess it's just because, to me, Ray's been, like, he's such, like, a veteran in in the wrestling world that it didn't make sense to me that he hasn't been in every type of match. Yeah, it is strange. But then you realize that there's not a lot of, like, really personal feuds that Ray's mm-hmm. been in other than Eddie. And they had their, they had plenty of matches yeah. in their own right. And none of them really needed a Hell in a Cell. Like, Hell in a Cell is, it used to be the end of a very heated personal yeah. feud. Right? Like, this is our only way to end this because yes. we have no outside interference. It's just the two of us. There's no no escape. Yes, there's no escape from it. it and, and that makes sense. So I guess it does make sense but that Ray's never been in it. But then we turned this into a pay-per-view and now it's like anyone who wants a Hell in a Cell match can yeah, have a Hell in a Cell match. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's weird. Ray Mysterio first Hell in a Cell. Roman's like fourth or fifth. Yeah, and you know, when Roman's in the back talking to Jimmy, Jimmy's like, look, I thought about it. You're right. Um, you said you were right. What you said about representing the family and that being the best. And Roman's like, oh, just brushing Jay off. Like, where's your brother? Jimmy. Where's your... Yes. Sorry. Oh my god. Nice. Every time. So Roman's nice. just brushing Jimmy off, saying, "Where's your brother?" Um, he does say because Jimmy, I guess, like says at one point, like, "I'll help you if you need it." And Roman's like, "I don't need you. Go find your brother. I need your brother. That's weird. we need your brother." Why is this- why did that feel weird to me? Because he's never acknowledged that. And that was Jimmy's whole thing. Where he was like, Roman don't need you. Roman don't need you. And this is the first time ever in yeah. the year that Roman and Jay have been working together that Roman has acknowledged the fact that he needed Jay. So my... Does this mean that they're not going to be on Hell in a Cell at all? Well, that's what I'm assuming because... Roman ends up getting this win without Jay's help, without Jimmy's help. He gets this win. Well, of course, he's, um, he's Rey Roman. Mysterio. Yeah, he's Roman Reigns. You know? Rey Mysterio taps. And then afterwards, um, neither of the cousins were there, but Jimmy does come out when he wins yes. to help celebrate or Holds to be there for up. celebrating. Yeah. Very cute. And then Roman doesn't stop attacking Ray, and Ray pins again, but Jimmy just stands there like a little bitch. So now I'm mad because the last thing I wanted was for Jimmy to turn into a bitch. Yeah. And he is. And Well, that's not what his shirt says, so Well yeah. But if you're gonna wear a shirt, make no, sure that his you shirt, are who you are. His shirt <laughs> you know? is back to saying day one ish. Yeah. So Maybe the nobody's bitch shirts weren't selling very hot. Yeah. Which would make sense to which me. Would make sense, yeah. They're a little yeah, where are you going to wear that? Was your, best, was your yeah. best 
a point on that. Yeah, you can't just wear so, that to school or something. You know? Yeah, exactly. So Jay's nowhere to be found. Jimmy's out here celebrating with Roman. Roman keeps attacking Ray. Jimmy's just standing there watching. Last time this happened, Jimmy did say something like, what are you doing, Oos? We don't need to do this. Not like this. Blah, blah, blah. So Roman wins this match. Jay's with, nowhere to be found. That's what I'm saying. Jay's nowhere to be found. Jimmy's in his corner and Roman doesn't have a match on, at Hell in a Cell. No, neither do the Usos. Neither do the Usos. There's no tag matches. Mm-mm. This is going to be a weird pay-per-view. I know. It's going to be very strange. And it's even more strange that it's in June. Yeah. Like, if we're going to have a just all-around weird pay-per-view, I guess Hell in a Cell is the one to do luckily, it. luckily, this is the last pay-per-view in the Thunderdome. Yeah. This is it. Yeah. The next pay-per-view is Money in the Bank, which is July 18th. Something like that. I want to say. Um, but yeah, this is the last Thunderdome pay-per-view. So yeah. if we are still coasting, there's no more excuses. Mm-hmm. We have to build towards something real. Yeah. Because we have a live pay-per-view coming up in less than a month now. Yeah. So we can't be doing this, you know, just chilling on whatever fuse we have. Yeah. The thing is, these have to be hard resets. Yeah, well, This Smackdown, pay-per-view has to reset everything. SmackDown, to me, this episode seemed weird because this was the first episode in a long time that we didn't just have the clips of the Usos in between every match. And to well, me... Well, there's no more animosity in the family yes, anymore. But to me, there was a lot of um, random filler. There wasn't a lot of matches because, I mean, we did have a few matches, but we had a lot of, like, promo stuff, mm-hmm. which we'll get into that, but, like... Because, like, one of the matches we had was Apollo Crews and Commander Aziz versus Kevin Owens and Big E. And it was the in-ring debut of Aziz, so that was cool. We got something out of that. He gets the win. Yeah. He doesn't stop attacking Kevin Owens. That's a whole thing. We end that with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn have a Hell in a Cell match. Or a match at Hell in a Cell. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So it's fine. I'll take a Kevin Owens-Sami Zayn match. Always. Forever. I will always yeah. take a Kevin Owens-Sami Zayn it's match. It's very bizarre to just... It's like, oh, you lost to a Commander Aziz? You can face Sami Zayn. Yeah. Okay. And then, like, we have a backstage promo with Cesaro and Kayla, and then Seth interrupts, and he's like, I'm not here to fight. I want to have a conversation face-to-face, one-on-one, and kicks Kayla out of her own backstage segment, which I... Come on, Seth. We're big Kayla fans in this household. Yeah. And it's tough, because we're also big Seth fans in this household. We don't like the way Seth treats Kayla, but... I'm also a huge Cesaro fan, and I loved this promo because yeah. I love Seth Rollins. I love Cesaro. They great promo against each other. I'm um, mad that this match is not in the Hell in a Cell. Me too. I was just going to say that. Of all the matches you're going to have in a Hell in a Cell match, yeah, you're going with. I mean, nothing against Bianca and Bailey, which we'll get to in a second, mm-hmm. but they're going to be in a Hell in a Cell match. Yeah, and. For some reason, we're not doing Seth and Cesaro, who have been building a legit feud for months now. And a disrespectful feud, because yeah. a few mu- a few weeks Seth ago... Seth injured Cesaro, yeah, almost killed Cesaro. Double curb stomps him, then shakes him on his, on the stretcher. And then even in this promo, Cesaro stands up and he was like, alright, whatever, I'll see you on Sunday. And just pushes Seth out of the chair. Seth falls backwards and he just walks away. They got into a fight last week on Ding Dong Hello. Like Hilarious. They have, yeah, such a great, such great chemistry. Seth can do that with anybody though. Seth is yeah. just one of the best wrestlers in the world and you heard it here first. And I just don't know, I just don't know why this isn't in a, in a cell. No, it's, it's a weird match to, because again, I mean, maybe this isn't the blow off for this match. Yeah. Because I do think there's a shot 
that both of these guys are in the Money in the Bank. Mm-hmm. Well, you've been saying that about Cesaro for months. I stand by it. I think mm-hmm. Cesaro would be a great choice to win Money in the Bank. I have no idea on the women's side what we're going to do for Money Becky in the Bank. Becky Lynch. Becky yeah. Lynch is going to come back, and it's going to be full circle. It's going to be a year since she left. She's going to win Money in the Bank. She's going to come back for her title, and if it doesn't happen that way, you won't hear from me because I'll just be sobbing. Well, <sighs> listen, rumor has it she's back in the Performance Center, but yeah. I can't. I can't. Anytime I see her name pop up, I'm like, nope, the thing nope, is she's nope, looking, nope. She's looking lean. She's lean. Looking she's looking She's, she's looking, looking better good. than she did before she yeah. had that baby. She, she looks good. Oh, I'm so, guys, I'm so ready. I'm so ready. If she does, you'll be able to hear me scream from wherever you live. Listen, it's, they, we know that this SummerSlam is all hands on deck. Yeah. They're going to everybody they can find. Yeah. If they can get Becky back for SummerSlam, Becky's back for SummerSlam. They're basically advertising Sasha. Yeah, they are. Sasha's advertising Sasha. We have heard the John Cena rumors. Mm Mm-hmm. The Rock rumors. The Rock rumors. We've seen Brock Lesnar rumors. Ugh. We've... They Brock want, Lesnar, I we've feel seen bad. Edge rumors. Yeah, well, Edge, no, 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 we no. Edge heard. is coming back. They said July seventeenth. They even now well, he'll, he'll be on that SmackDown. Yeah, I think they said Sasha's coming back that day too. Well, yeah, again, live shows. We yeah. need everybody here. Mm-hmm. So if you're under contract and you're making good money, you're getting yeah, your you're ass. You're not injured. You're here. <laughs> yeah, you're getting your ass mm-hmm. on this show. We haven't heard anything about Daniel Bryan in a long time. No, I don't think we're going to. I don't know what's going on there. That's a whole different episode of the show. I don't think we're going to. I think Daniel Bryan is the type of person and the type of wrestler, and he's so good in just like everything, the psychology and the actual form. We're not going to hear from Daniel Bryan until Daniel Bryan pops up somewhere, whether it be in NXT or New That's Japan or Daniel wherever. Daniel Bryan is we're not, not going to, hear going from him. to peacefully retire from wrestling. Mm-mm. Daniel Bryan will have a retirement tour of sorts. Oh, yeah. And we'll hear about it when it happens. He's not going to announce that. He knows the surprise is better. I'm going to put this out there. Edge and Daniel Bryan for SummerSlam. I would love that. Daniel Bryan is... um, I do hear about what's going on with Daniel Bryan outside of wrestling because I love his wife. And I know that's like such a weird thing because the Bellas aren't great. But whatever. Nikki Bella's apparently training for a return. So put her on the list for fucking SummerSlam. I don't even... Like, here's the thing. I love the Bellas outside of wrestling when they're in the ring i just don't it's like john cena like i'm the person that will that will sing john cena sucks to his theme song Mm -hmm. but if he's in a movie i'm gonna go say it like it's so weird but i'm the same way with the bellas and i know that dan o'brien's having a really good time homeschooling his kids right now and spending time with his kids and let that man let that man be at home with his kids like it's so it's he's so precious yeah and i'm happy for whatever peace and happiness he finds Mm mm-hmm but again, we've got to do something yeah. with these shows because they are dragging. Yeah. And well, we did predict something um, last week as well. We said that this is the problem. They're dragging and they're becoming very easily predictable. Yeah. And we predicted that... And predictable Angela, is fine, but predictable boring is bad. Yes. And we said last week when Chad Gable and Montez Ford got their match that this week we would end up seeing Angelo Dawkins versus Otis. And sure enough, That's we exactly did. Yeah. And apparently Montez has like a partial fracture to his ribs or something. So like well, he's yeah, not here. Otis splashed him. We're yeah. selling. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Which so also explains here. away why there's not They're street n- profits for Hell in a Cell. That actually annoys me. 
because I did think that, okay, we're going to have, I think that's what we said last week, that it would be, you know, Montez and, and Gable, then it would be Otis and Dawkins, and then at Hell in a Cell, we would do the four of them in a tag team match, and that's not happening. No. Uh, Chad, it looks like we're doing, like, the that Chad and Otis have injured both Dawkins and Ford. Yeah, but you know what's weird? Because, like, Dawkins comes out, like, really playing off that his shoulder hurts it's all bandaged which is stupid why on earth would you come out to a match showing your opponent your injury yeah i know so dumb but chad gives dawkins a little bitch slap which was just hilarious and then runs away yeah hilarious and then otis gets his hands on dawkins they fight the match doesn't even start yeah the match never starts and then it's over and there's nothing tell you what that german suplex clothesline thing yeah that chad gable and otis hit on dawkins was nasty yeah and i love it i like this otis chad gable pairing yeah you've been saying that too and i mean you've always loved both of those wrestlers so it's cool that when they put them together they did it in a way that like you actually enjoy it and not yeah. in a way that you hate it like sometimes they do it when they throw other tag teams together well, the thing is like they've been building this for a minute now yeah with this alpha academy thing with chad gable and i love chad gable because i think he's got he's got everything but he's a little small yeah he's a little guy yeah so like that's like, he's, he's got so good it's like he's, he's got so everything good. kurt angle had but he's not six feet yeah tall. but i'm still mad about that because a few years back when chad yes. gable was paired with Jason Jordan, Jordan, and we had Kurt Angle here. Jason Jordan ends up being portrayed as Kurt's like lost child. It was the wrong choice. It was the wrong choice. Chad Gable looks like Kurt Angle. Uh, We're still mad about it. It's been like six years. Everything I liked about Otis, they've taken away from Otis. Mm -hmm. He's not funny anymore. Yeah, he's not a little goofball. He's not like he's like this serious, Mm -hmm. ham faced. Like, killer. Stop calling him ham-faced. <laughs> the guy's got a ham face. He looks like Majin Buu from Dragon Ball Z. But, I mean, that's all we really need to say on that. Yeah. Otis is Majin Buu. Okay. Next. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so the last thing that, like, we can even really talk about... Oh, you know what? We have, like, two more things we can talk about, because we might as well talk about Boogs. He came out playing Shinsuke We again. might as well talk about I Boogs. Know. What is wrong with you? I the know. passiveness of Boogs. Boogs is like is so integral in making Shinsuke like relevant again. Yeah, and that's great for everyone involved. Yeah, because Shinsuke is amazing. amazing. Oh, right. That was weird. <laughs> Don't do that again. Um, but Shinsuke and Baron Corbin. We. I'm sorry, King Corbin. Fuck King Corbin. He is Baron Corbin, and well, he's even more Baron Corbin now. Now he's definitely Baron mm-hmm. Corbin. Because Shinsuke beats Baron Corbin for the crown. And he becomes the one true king. Yeah. Whatever. So I guess what we do now is a King of the Ring tournament. Yeah. Because they like don't have, have a Hell in a Cell match. Or a match at Hell in a Cell. We have to do a King in the Ring. Like, we have to. And we have to let Xavier Woods win it. Well, again, there like the rumors that USA was mad about the Hell in a Cell match that Fox got. Apparently, both... Of the, both USA and Fox want more themed shows. Like they want more, I guess, special events. Yeah. Right? So King of the Ring would be a great special event. Oh yeah. To have you could do them on both shows, and then eventually mm-hmm. have the bill the the payoff on a pay per view. But you can't just keep like the Battle for the Crown was fine. It was fun. It, it, it is was what fun. It, is. it was fun. It could have had a payoff at Hell in a Cell. It didn't. Whatever. 
We're, we had a lot of payoffs here on this SmackDown alone, which was bizarre. Mm-hmm. But That's because there's not that many matches, which, again, I like because that means that the pay-per-view isn't going to be long. But at the same point, we're sitting here like, why is this on SmackDown? They, well, they stacked SmackDown this week. Yeah. With, like, a lot of, like, interesting stuff. I guess maybe to pop a rating. But either way, I think a King of the Ring tournament would be fun. Have Shinsuke in it. I guess give him, like, maybe a buy because he's mm-hmm. the king now. Have Corbin trying to fight and win his crowd back. Have Xavier Woods in there just to, win. you know, to win. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was fun. Boogs doesn't get much to do here this week. Disappointing. Well, but he he did have a better, en- like, entrance um, when yeah. he was, like, introducing Shinsuke. He didn't Shinsuke. passed over yeah. like he did last it week. It wasn't a commercial break. They realized their mistake. Um, and then afterwards, he did play Shinsuke out again. But again, there's no match of Hell in a Cell. And then the last match... That we're even going to talk about. It wasn't even a match. It was another promo because there was a lot of that on SmackDown, yeah. and it was Bianca in the ring, and she invites Bailey out, and Bailey doesn't come out, and she's like, "Bay, I don't want you in the ring. I want you in a cell, and you're not going to be laughing." Yeah. And Bailey does come out, and she's not saying anything. She just goes after Bianca, and I love the fuck out of that because, like, Bailey to me is one of the best heels I've ever seen. I would put her as heel Bailey in my top three. Like, heels. I think she's amazing. And she's way better than her face character. Oh, well, yeah. That's, the face character was just, it, it, was, it, it, was, it was fine at the beginning, and then it just got stale very quickly and for way too long. Mm-hmm. She is killing it as a heel. Well, she leaves Bianca laying in the ring, and she takes that championship and holds it up, and all of the screens that are supposed to be audience turn into the picture of her in the ring holding that championship up, and it was just so great, and I want Bianca to win. I mean, we'll go over our predictions online. By the time this airs, you've probably already seen them if you follow us on Instagram, but... I want Bianca to win this, and I, but I love heel Bailey, and that was such a cool move. Yeah, I think, I think, what I'm interested the most for this Hell in a Cell match is there's so many options, and Bailey is very creative. Yes, she's been in a Hell in a Cell match before against Sasha, I think last year. What do we do with this ponytail? I know you want to inside of a so Hell in a Cell. I oh oh okay. I thought you were going to say like again that you wanted. The hair for hair match or whatever. Oh, I still but do. It just doesn't seem like it's going to happen. zero doubt in my mind that Bailey is going to tie Bianca's hair around that cell. That's what I'm thinking. Because I'm pretty sure she's done it around the ropes before. Like, we... There's so many options you could have with that. Like, the only intriguing part of any of these Hell in a Cell matches that we have announced to me mm-hmm. is Bianca's ponytail and how that's going to work yeah. in the cell. Yeah. And how Bailey's going to use it against her. Or how Bianca could use it to her... Advantage. Advantage. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know. So that was really all that happened on SmackDown. Now, we have six announced matches for Hell in a Cell. Alexa Bliss versus Shayna Baszler, which hopefully isn't a drag. Uh, Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley for Drew's last chance at the Universal Championship against Bobby Lashley. That's going to be your main event. That's going to be the main event most likely in a cell. I don't have that written down. I'm pretty sure it's in a cell. I'm pretty sure it's in a cell. Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens, which... Oh, I can't wait. I, I've seen it a thousand times, and I'm still excited to see it this it's time. It's going to be a nice 15-minute fill some time. Yeah. And I can't wait for it. It'll be fine. Um, Cesaro versus Seth Rollins. Will be great. Also fantastic. Bianca Belair versus Bailey for the Women's Championship in the cell. 
Buffard. And then Rhea vs. Charlotte. Which hopefully is their last time. <sighs> I know it's not, but I hope it is. It's just dragging, man. It's raw. I don't know what you guys are doing. The Whatever creative team you guys have. It's just... It, I don't I don't want anyone to lose their jobs, but we got to reshuffle what's going on here. Yeah, just I feel like there's give no, everybody a little bit of a vacation, come back with a new... Like, like, are there any female writers on Raw? It doesn't look like Or SmackDown, or you anywhere. One of them would have been like, hey, we have seven people on SmackDown, maybe we shake some shit up. Like, the use of Nikki is cool, it was a little injection of fun, but now it's overdone. Asuka's just hanging the fuck out. Yeah, how do you nothing. have Asuka doing nothing? She's doing absolutely nothing. You have Charlotte again with Rhea again. I just want Asuka to take the title back. And then I want Becky Lynch to come out and win Money in a Bank so that she can then cash in on Asuka, the person that won Money in the Bank last year and in reality won Becky's title because Becky left to become a mom and it's beautiful and will come full circle. And that's the only way that can happen. Well, I'm guessing on Raw Raw and SmackDown will probably start to get some entrance for Money in the Bank. Yeah. Um, Obviously, if Becky is in it, it would be a surprise. Yeah. But either way... That's the week. Hell in a Cell is about 10 hours away. Our predictions will be up. um, Well, they'll be up today. So if you're listening to this on Monday when it releases, our predictions were up yesterday for the match. And we will have a bonus Hell in a Cell pay-per-view episode probably up Wednesday or Thursday of this week. I guess that's it. That's it, guys. Thanks for listening. Go check out our predictions on Instagram. See how well we did. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at HeBookSheBook. And don't forget to subscribe and tune in every Monday to HeBookSheBook wherever you get your podcasts.